All right, welcome back, everybody. We're uh, we're on uh, episode five now of Two Elves Off the Shelf. I'm your host Brian Rowan with your co- with my co-host Anthony Pedersen. You pumped up to talk uh, Christmas music tonight, Anthony? Am I not? Am I never not excited? How would I say this? Am I never excited not to talk about Christmas? One of those. One of those. I'm. That means that. That means that I'm very excited. Is what that means. Yeah. So we. Uh, I've been talking Christmas music to random people for like the last five days in preparation for this, and not really in preparation. I've just wanted to talk Christmas music all week. It's all. I, it's all I've been thinking about. Yeah. Uh, Christmas music is such a. It's. I, I honestly. You know, when we like wrote topics and stuff for what we're gonna talk about. You know, Christmas music was like the one thing that I was just like, dude, I can't wait because Christmas music is like movies. You watch them throughout the season, you know, like you kind of got to like set time aside. Christmas music you can listen to all the time. You know, you put it on your your earbuds. I'm at work just sitting there listening to Christmas music. I went to the gym today. First time in a long time. What's up? Um <laughs> Christmas music humble, humble brag there <laughs> dude um i told you i literally haven't stopped eating for three years so um <laughs> i'm i'm just getting so fat it's disgusting but i'm not gonna start it let's not kid ourselves i'm not starting any kind of diet while it's the holidays let's be real no. like that doesn't make sense so you know i'm gonna like just do damage control and go to the gym a lot and sweat as much as i can just so i can keep eating like a complete you know trash can create the good habits in the workout side of things and then after the holidays you can keep those you can maintain those habits and then start to modify you know the dietary habit habits habits exactly yeah i every so every sunday i say to my wife i'm like dude i'm wait till i you you've never seen a diet before like i'm gonna start a diet tomorrow i said it every sunday so I'm, I'm 24 Mondays straight of supposed to start a diet and I've made it 12 hours each week. So um, <laughs> I'm going to, I mean, this is, this is the time you, you can't, I mean, literally, I mean, I'm popping on, you know, Christmas in inheritance the other night, you know, I'm popping on uh, Christmas in Tahoe last night. I can't not grab, you know, some kind of chocolate. And I set out, you know, decorative chocolates, you know, because I'm like, oh, when I guess over, I've already had to refill them all like three times because I can't, I can't stop like a, you know, a handful of red and green M&Ms. I need yeah. to have at all times when I'm watching a Christmas movie. Yeah, that's the thing. Dude, that's the part, like, that's the thing to gig is like, yeah, we have like a candy, we have like a uh, two-tier candy platter downstairs, like where we just like stock candy at. And like, I just go after it you know what i mean like it's like the little mini reese's cups and like hershey kisses and stuff dude by the end of the day like i'm popping 12 of them in if i'm doing that like that's an extra five six hundred calories a day i'm eating just in like little like you know mini candies it's impossible oh and the what the best thing is like you're normally when you have like individually wrapped reese's you got to take off the little um the little like paper inside of it yeah so there's like two layers of it and it's so annoying because then you like you have a bunch of chocolate on there and you're like oh man i need to lick the edge of this then your fingers are getting all sticky 
Now you got those little, um, the bells, you know, the Reese's bells, where like you're just taking off the one. There's more peanut butter in there than like the normal sure. ones. And it's just, you're just like mowing through them. I go, I go one to two ratio. I do one of those and then two Hershey's kisses for every you know, one of the Reese's. And it's like, it's a good, it's a sustainable, um, you know, kind of operation for watching a Christmas movie, but unsustainable yeah. long-term because I'm probably consuming 2000 calories in a movie. Oh, absolutely. The Christmas bells are like the, uh, you know, like the Halloween pumpkin Reese's. Like they just taste so much better. I think that's right. You get peanut butter. It's just mentally, you feel like you're having such a much, you know, like a higher up type of candy. But dude, you know, I'm, I'm not joking. I can't wait. And then, you know, however we go with this podcast, we don't know if it's going to be like seasonal or what, you know, we have a lot of decisions to make what we want to do. So, you know, say this is a seasonal podcast. Like when we come back for season two next year, I'm going to be svelte, like 40 pounds less, jacked out of my mind. I'm going to be a jacked Santa. All right. And you're going to hold me to that because right now I can be a real Santa because I don't need a pillow or nothing. Like I'm that fat right now. So uh, I got the legit Santa suit and I think I'm going to ride this out and, you know, bring some joy to my community by going out and being Santa because kids are going to be like, Oh wow, he's fat. He's definitely a real Santa, you know. Yeah, I mean, you've got three more weeks, you know, of preparation to get to, to real Santa, and then it's and then it's strict after that. So what do I do? New Year's. Oh yeah, 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 dude. Because you got to think, like the week after Christmas, like that week between Christmas and New Year's, to New Year's, you're eating leftovers. You're still eating treats. Like you're still getting at it. You know what I mean? Like so that week, I actually I'm off work all week. So I'll like be going out to dinners and this, you know what I mean? Like I'll just be like gorging on stuff. So what, like, I guess I need some insight from you. What do I do? Do I just go full fat and try to put on as much weight as I can? So like when I lose it all, I like seem that much more successful or do I like maintain, don't be that big of a, an ass. And, and what do I do? Cause now like we're talking about like possibly health implications that I'm not going to be able to reverse. Right. Realistically, I don't think you can get any bigger than you are right now. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I had, I mean, you're Santa. I had, I had to throw that out there. No, I'm just, I'm no, just, no, no, no. I, I'd say just, just have, have fun. I wouldn't say try to get, try to get fatter, try to be more like Santa. I would say keep working out, <laughs> eat the junk food, do what you want, YOLO, you know, but. You know, come you know January first or second or third or whatever. You know, kind of like after the holidays. January third. Let's do start, third. Start transitioning. You know, the gyms are going to be crowded, so you're going to be motivated to be in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. No, you know what, dude? I was thinking about this the other day. Is like, I liked how honest you were with me, like the one night, and which is hilarious because you are, um, you came to my house and you were honest with me. You're like, dude, you look bigger than you were the last time I saw you. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But I like that because like, you need, like, I need to hear that. Like, if you're like, oh, you look great. You look awesome. Then I feel like I'm doing something right or something's okay. No, be honest with me. Tell me I'm getting fat. But you also brought me a 10 foot pumpkin pie. <laughs> so you were like, like you're gonna mention that part. Dude, you literally, like, you just, it's like you're like telling like a, you know like a gambler like oh dude you're such a bad gambler but then you're like oh hey by the way I bought you like a hundred dollars hey, in scratch. I say it at, at, at the casino. Yeah, 
hey, you want to go to Vegas next week? You know what I mean? Like, come on. So no, for the that. listeners out there, I didn't say it in a negative way. Like, hey, Anthony, you look like you got really fat. I, I, I it just kind of came out where I was like, I was like, you look a little bigger than last time. Well, it I was, mentioned it was I, more of like a, a really good Santa Claus right now. Yeah, I said it to you. I said, um, dude, because uh, you brought the pong and pie. I'm like, bro, I gotta chill, man. Like, this isn't okay. You know, I've, I'm because I'm roughly thirty to forty pounds heavier than I was two years ago. So, like, isn't good. Like, that's not okay. I'm not happy to say that, but um, I act like I work out. And the the worst part is, like, I used to work out hardcore, man. You know, so I'll get back, dude. It's the holidays. We're doing a Christmas podcast. It is what it is. I'm over it. Well, let's uh, let's let's get this. I'll show just cry up. before I say. I feel like we're gonna. This is gonna be like a three hour long podcast because I can talk music. I am. Dude, I've thought through dude. a lot of different different topics. And for the listeners, we talked a little bit about like you know sh- you know kind of the template for this episode, but not really because we don't. I mean, we don't want we want each other to be surprised. Definitely at our takes, you know, and even with the topics, you know. Um, so, you know, we'll hit on a few things, but a lot of it is just going to be, you know, off the cuff because um, I've got a lot of things uh, written down. I, I took a lot of notes over the week of just random Christmas thoughts. It just popped mm-hmm. in my head. I hear a random song. I'm like, ooh, I think of this. I think of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, you know, so we're going to, we're going to, you know, give you our top five list on, on songs. We're going to talk about, you know, artists and, and albums and everything. Um, but, uh, for me, there's I can count on one hand songs I don't like of Christmas, right? And there's tons of songs, hundreds of Christmas songs that I've listened to, probably. You know, just different, and, and I can't I count like different versions, different artists and stuff. So, um, to, you know, Christmas music is so awesome. It's magical. It's beautiful. I love it, and you can just listen to it at any time. Like I said earlier, you know, it's so don't just take listening to my top five and, and my, the people I talk about and think that's all I like. I like Christmas music across the board. Like there, it, like I said, it's very few far in between that. I, there's people or songs I don't like. So, but I'm going to let you know the ones I don't like. That's for sure. Man, I, I'm looking at, so uh, I'm looking at my top 10. So, and my top 10 is from, last year so listen so for the listeners out there you know we've been talking about christmas for years wanting to do this podcast well last year anthony and i we, we sent each other um our top 10 and so i screenshot that just just to put it in perspective to see like okay did my top 10 change you know from last year to this because you ask me any given day it's like christmas you know like some like move to higher in the top five you know from day to day you know and things like that and I didn't, I didn't change my top five um, at all. And it's like, I mean, I don't even, I mean, I don't want to pigeonhole myself to five because there's, you know, it's different than movies. You know, movies, you got like, you know, let's say 50 Christmas movies. You got like a thousand different Christmas songs. Yeah. Yeah. And, and artists do them in different renditions and everything. So there's some renditions that like kind of ruin a song for me. There's some that like spiced it up. You have such like you have the old classics, you know, the Bing Crosby's, the Gene Autry's, um, Judy Garland. There's a lot of old Christmas music out there that people like stay committed to. And there's some new music out there that's that's good. You know, like there's a lot of new artists, you know, the last 20 years who've 
done renditions of songs that kind of like changed the game for me and made it that much better. Um, so I guess I'll just start off and ask you, you know, like what, like who's like some of the artists that you, that you really like that you, that you like your Christmas go-tos, you know what I mean? Like not your top five or 10 lists that you have just like, you know, write off a few names of like people that you like to listen to. Of yeah, artists. Like some, artists. Of this give, some of this may give away my top five a little bit, so I'll try to I'll try to be a little like. Uh, well, that's all right, dude. It's I'll try mischievous a little bit. Um, obviously, Michael Bublé. I mean, Michael Bublé is literally known for Christmas and not his other music. Like that, that that's a sign of greatness in the Christmas world. You know, yeah. I mean, I he has a few hits, you know, that are non-Christmas. You know, like Home, which is actually now like people consider it a Christmas movie because people go home. Um, but it's really not a Christmas song. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, Michael Bublé, you know, but I mean, that's like, you know, if, if you say Michael Bublé and Mariah Carey, that's about as basic as it gets, you know, Frank Sinatra, Bing Crosby, like, like the, the, those ones. I mean, there's some, you know, some that I really gravitate towards that people don't talk about as much like Carrie Underwood. Great, great Christmas album. Oh Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned so you mentioned someone and i want to actually talk about this you you mentioned mariah carey do you believe that she's actually like the queen of christmas like do you think that like mariah carey holds some stake in christmas as like um a figure that like is sought after during the christmas season and i asked that with obviously she has her huge song um all i want for christmas is you um so outside of that song like do you look at her as like the queen of christmas or what no not really um i mean i that's just like that that's the song that you attribute to christmas you know in the in the modern era you know it, you yeah. know it's a mariah carey song and it's been it's been covered so many times i feel like that you know the epitome of like you your your song making it is when pentatonics covers it <laughs> like that that's when you know that if it's your original song that it's become a christmas classic is when pentatonics has has covered it yeah and we'll, we'll get into that a little bit because I, I i did i looked into it a little bit because i was thinking like oh i like this song is this an original just pen, has pentatonics covered it okay yeah i so you want to actually an awesome fact is that Mariah Carey wrote that song, um, All I Want for Christmas is You, in 15 minutes. She wrote that song in 15 minutes. That's pretty impressive. Right? True story. But, yeah, you hear that song, it gets you pretty jazzed up. But, dude, outside of that, like, I don't, people always talk about her. It's like, oh, like, what's crazy, though, is that she jumps to, like, the top of the charts every year since, like, mid 90s like since 94 when that song came out every year in, in december she jumps to the top of the charts at number one it's amazing i mean uh, I you saw in, like uh christmas like christmas the snow that, that one that one's also oh, yeah. just as big and also that's like it's just a really really great christmas song in general um i i mean i i feel like you can judge a christmas song if you had your top 30 Christmas songs, if like several versions of it are in your top 30, like, like yeah. you know, different covers of that song. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
I'm like a, um, you know, it's it's weird because I thought the older I get, the more I latch on to like classical Christmas music. And growing up, like I can remember, like some, since I was a kid, like the Bing Crosby's and like the Frank Sinatra Christmas songs are like the ones I've always stuck with. They're the ones I always go to and turn on. And I still do to a point, but I've slowly like switched over to like, I'm a huge pentatonics fan. Love pentatonics. Um, you know, and you mentioned her, Carrie Underwood, like her music's great. Josh Groban has some great music songs, Christmas music songs. So like the older I get, like, I feel like I'm actually venturing out more and like listening to different albums and different renditions and stuff. I also, dude, I'll, I'll be honest, like the boy bands, like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, dude, they got some straight Christmas bangers. Like they got some good hits, but I actually, I was looking at a, um, I was listening to like NSYNC's like full album the other day. And uh, <laughs> some of his songs are just straight silly. Um, yeah. But yeah, like Merry Christmas, you know, the, the, like the, the one that has, Christmas. like, it. and I actually looked, I like researched the album a little bit. That came out as like, you know, the single, like that was, that was going to be the hit. And it was, you know, um, and it's, I mean, it's turned into a Christmas classic, you know, in 50 years, that's going to be like a Bing Crosby song. Yeah, you're right. Actually, I got another. I got another fact for you, and this is so off. It's not off topic because it's Christmas music, but it's just I'm veering off here. But like, gave you one fact about Mariah Carey writing that in 15 minutes. Fact number two, dude, the Chipmunk song came out in 1958. You know, yeah. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah, I honestly thought that song was from the 80s or something. Well, you know, it had to be at least the 80s because it was in Rocky Four one of the best Christmas movies of all time. Oh, was it really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, I never watched Rocky Four, and I don't care about it, so. Wait, never what? Heard You've never <laughs> yeah. seen Rocky Four? No, I've seen Rocky Four. I just don't care about it. I, I, Philly latches on to Rocky like he's some savior to their land. And he's well, a, he's, you know, if you watched Rocky, at least Rocky, like Rocky Four, or at least once a week between now and next year, that's going to increase your workout regimen like tenfold. You're going to be so fired up. You're just going to want to work out all the time. Dude, I actually, I don't know. Did you send this to me or something? Was it you that sent me like the Rocky thing, like the, the write down about like him doing CrossFit in, in Russia? No, no, but send me that. Oh, uh, I got to find it. I, I got to find it. But it was like, <laughs> it was like, a, it was like a whole description about Rocky and Rocky Four and about it being kind of like they mentioned the whole Christmas movie thing. Oh and, no, uh, I did say that, but it wasn't CrossFit. It was talking about uh it yeah, said like, CrossFit, dude. Wait, no, the thing I sent you about it was like, you know, he mentions he mentions Merry Christmas to his son, like, you know, at, you know, after the fight, like get a good night's sleep for you know, for you know, for Christmas, not realizing like um the time difference and like <laughs> in a uh, yeah so somebody says oh god I, I gotta think but this is bad airtime right now because i should know but it was i just remembered it but it was like a rundown it was like let's not forget the time that rocky moved to russia and did crossfit in the snow for two months and like dude it was like yada 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 and he single-handedly ended the the cold war um merry christmas so like the end of america it was fine i gotta find it and i'll send it to you I mean, when he's, like, doing the the sit-ups, like, on the thing, when Paulie's, like, holding his legs, I'm like, he's doing GHD. (laughs) Yeah. 
he comes in all this stuff. He was doing CrossFit. I'm like looking at him jumping rope, and I'm like, he's got to work on his technique. <laughs> he invented CrossFit, to be honest, I think, because he did CrossFit in the movie. That's what he was doing. He was doing an AMRAP of <laughs> rafter sit-ups and runs up a hill. But uh, <laughs> enough about a fictitious character. Um, all right, so let's 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 hear it. I want to hear. Do you, do you want to go first? I'll let you go first. All right, so the top five. So, and I didn't mention one of these artists uh, in it because I didn't want to give it away because it's he's like <laughs> I think I feel like he's really under the radar. Uh, well, not this one. So, my number five is Christmas by Michael Bublé. Um, yep. you know what I'm referring to, right? I do, absolutely. Okay, should I should I play this? Um, you think I should, should I play it for the listeners so that they know, you think? Or think we should just Hell play yeah, it? man, play it up. Dude, that's what people are here for, man. They want to, they want it, you know, give it to them. Oh, this is bad radio. I get the service. Right. You're getting there. Is it buffering or something? You got bad service? What's going on there? No, I'm connecting to my, uh, my Sonos and it's like, Ugh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's all right. Um, but uh, as I'm getting as I'm getting connected, so um, Michael, so I went with Michael Bublé's version of Christmas um, over um, Mariah Carey because it's just and like there's other and and the original. Uh, I think the original is the Darlene Love who sings that the original. Hmm. You know. I think it is. Darlene Love, Christmas, yeah. You oh yeah, baby, that's what we got uh, Google for. Yeah, Darlene Love, Christmas, baby, please come home, Christmas. Here's a. Good entrance. And then boom. I mean, his voice, it's just. Dude, it's perfect. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, when I hear that voice, man, it's Christmas time. Like, that gets me jacked up. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, All right, number so four. So, my number four. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Brett Eldridge. Good call. You heard that. I have. Play it. That's a good one, man. Dude, the country, the country renditions of the songs are fantastic. I'm a big Brett Eldridge guy. What, 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 do, you, what do you want? Dial up modem? What? What do you want? Dial up modem? What do you mean? Play the song. His voice, it's just, woo! It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. Woo! So, all right, so when that someone he started singing, you know what I pictured? What? I pictured myself in the kitchen with like, I'm like dicing up food. There's 
there's like a, a pot on a food cooking. I got something in the oven, you know, I'm like gearing up in the kitchen and I'm sitting there just swaying the hips. That's, that's, <laughs> that's where I put myself when I just heard that song. It was unbelievable. So that's a good one, man. That That's like, that's a good car ride song. And again, that's a good cooking song. I'm telling you, if you're baking or you're cooking, put that song on and you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. It'll hit totally different when you're in the kitchen. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, so number three, I'm going Home Alone, Carol the Bells, 8 p.m. He's got to get back to the house. We're getting fired up. I mean, this is like my, one of my go-to workout songs. I think we talked about it in the previous episode. But it's just... Yeah, yeah. We'll fire this up a little bit louder. So I, I'll, you know, spoiler, I don't have that in my top five, but it's definitely in my six through 10. There's no doubt. It's so good. It's so good. And it, if, and the thing, it, it reminds you of Home Alone right away. You know what I mean? I said the first thing I think about the church. It's amazing. My number two, uh, Frank Sinatra's rendition of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. There we go. Have yourself. A merry little Christmas. That's all you need. That's all you needed. That's and it. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some flack for this. My number one. You might know it's coming. Same old Lang sign, Dan Fogelberg. <laughs> I can't believe this is your number one. <laughs> Oh my God. How's it playing? There we go. What's going on? Why does it keep stopping? I'm moving it. I'm trying to get to the chorus. <laughs> so it's my number one. And it's not because it's like the best Christmas song. But I have such fond memories and inside jokes with some of my like close friends. And it's, it's like close friends I'm not like super close with anymore, but just like the start of Christmas season, like November 1st, I send that song to like several group texts because it's just, it's just silly shenanigans. And like, it's my favorite because it just, it makes me happy. It makes me like Christmas. I'm not listening to it. Like, it's not like my go-to, hey, I need to listen to this all the time. It's not the best, you know, not the best lyrics. It's kind of it's kind of just silly, but um, can, number one. Can we talk about? Let's, let's talk about this. <laughs> Your number one movie. Um. Your number one movie is Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, and then your number one song is Dan Fogelberg. <laughs> Put that in perspective. Where your head is at with with Christmas, like that cracks me up. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say to that. It's a good song. You know what it does? It reminds me of like, I, I, I picture myself listening to that song at like on like December 26th, you know, like when Christmas music stops and everything's just like real sad. And I'm just like, damn, what the hell just happened? 
Like what happened to, to my holiday? It's over, you know, but it's a good time. I like it. You got, you have a little bit of everything in there. You got the old school, you got the kind of new school, you got the country. That was nice. Um, I like it. I think there was a good top five. Um, number one is definitely iffy, but your, your two through five were pretty damn solid. So I give you props on that. That was, that was a good list. All right, so, so now let's hear yours. You ready for this? All right. So I'll go with number five. Um, the song, Oh, Holy Night. Any singer of Oh, Holy Night is fantastic. Um, but Josh Groban specifically on Oh, Holy Night is on another level to me. Um, great voice. You know, he's got such good depth in his voice, I should say. He makes this song just that much better for me. And I can pick, dude, like Nat King Cole, Oh, Holy Night for me is, is top notch. And Josh Grogan, and Nat King Cole is a true legend of Christmas music. I mean, Nat King Cole is one of my favorites, I should say that. And he goes hard on any song he does. But right, Josh Grogan. You got it? Ready? Here we go. I got chills right now. I mean, it's a I I like Carrie Underwood's rendition of Oh Holy Night better than that. Yeah. Um, but that's just a personal, personal uh, opinion. So Christmas Eve, I'll pour a whiskey like before bed, like kids go to bed. You know, like we're all ready for Christmas for Santa to come. And I just sit there in my chair on my couch, pour a little whiskey, look at my tree. Dude, everything's out. All the Christmas lights are on. The tree's lit up. And I'm just listening to that. That's my jam, man. That's You want to talk about a moment? Is just turn all, like a turn the TV off, turn the lights out, make sure all your Christmas lights are on, the tree's on, pour yourself a drink if you're a drinker. If not, get some orange juice or something. Sit on the couch and just and, and listen to that song. Hits different, man. It gets you, it gets you going for Christmas Eve. That's for sure. So going to my number four, you just mentioned her, uh, my number four, Carrie Underwood, but I'm going Silent Night. Um, her Silent Night is fantastic. I know I, I know I have two slower, you know, kind of like sadder songs here to, for five and four, but I just love it, man. Let's hear it. Let's do it. You gotta close your eyes on this one and just enjoy it. Oh, I just love, I love how you just dove in there. You know, it's cool. <laughs> Taking his time. She's so smoking hot, either. So yeah. <laughs> it doesn't hurt at all. You're right. right. Beautiful woman, beautiful voice, beautiful Christmas song. I love it. She, dude, she's she's so good. It's crazy to me that she came off American Idol. You would have thought she'd have been like found by somebody. You know what I mean? Like she would have been like a star as a kid. You know what I mean? So number three, 
Um, this was an easy choice for me. It's one of my all-time favorites. I absolutely love this song, Beyond Belief. Um, it's one of those songs, you know, how like that, you know, Christmas of the Bells gets you pumped up or Carol of the Bells gets you pumped up. This is the one that kind of like, it gets me pretty jacked up. Uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, uh, Christmas Cannon. That's my jam. Uh, I love it. Love driving to it, driving to work in the morning, man. Cold, you know, you got the heat pumping on your face. Well, Christmas Cannon on. Great song. Let's hear it. Oh, I love Christmas Cannon. Uh, let me go to my list real quick. I think that was uh, Christmas Cannon was number seven. Okay. So it made it up there. It was close. Oh, yeah. A lot it's, of people. I mean, it's, it I mean, and I have some sentimental songs in there, too. I mean, Christmas Cannon is what I listen to on a daily basis. Oh, really? Very, like, I mean, everybody knows, like, you know, the... Um, the, the Christmas Eve Sarajevo like song is like what they're known for mostly, but like yeah. this is it. There's a little yeah, it's a little taste here. It's a long song. It has different levels to it. You know what I mean? It's like on this day, on this day, on this merry Christmas day. Gives me a little like Scrooged feel, you know? Oh yeah. Oh great. I'm gonna fast forward a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, let's give it a That's enough. We're gonna, we're both getting 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 a little weird. If you're not watching YouTube, you don't understand what just happened in the last ten seconds. <laughs> if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, dude, it's a whole different whole different feel if you're watching on YouTube right now. So that was number four. My number three. Apologize. My number two. I'm throwing it back. A little old school here. Um, this song for me, it it brings in the Christmas season. It reminds me of like the hustle and bustle of like shopping, you know, like out in the town. I love it. It's such a good song. Gets me jacked up. Uh, Andy Williams, most wonderful time of the year. Everybody knows this. Do I even need to play it? <laughs> we just need that intro. We just need the intro. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Do you remember... Uh when we were like kids and Staples used to put this as like the, the school supplies song in their commercials for like, yes. you know, it, yeah. it'd be like, you know, the end of August and like kids are going back to school and like this would be playing as like the as parents are taking the kids shopping. That was like, that was a marketing genius right there. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. That, I think that was the jingle in jingle all the way. Whenever they're getting like the, uh, they like go to the one store at the Mall of America that has like the the extra like supply of Turbo Mans, and they they're giving out like the raffle balls, you know, and they just throw them in the air because there's so many people like trying to pull the balls out of the bucket. I think that's the song that plays whenever like Arnold's fighting for him. So yeah, that that song, love it, great song. It's many many 
movies, Home Alone included, that's in. So, uh, but my number one, it's a newer song in terms of Christmas music. I think this was 2013 or 14, this song came out, maybe 15. Um, I told you earlier, I'm a huge Pentatonix fan. And Pentatonix Hallelujah song is their top, one of their best songs. But one that gets pushed off to the side, that's my number one of Christmas music, is That's Christmas to Me. And this song is, they do so good on this song. Uh, it's an original song. Uh, so they crushed it. And if you like the song and you haven't seen their music video, watch the music video because it brings Christmas feels to a whole nother level. So Pentatonix, That's Christmas to Me. That's the jam. We need to hear it because it's so damn good. I wish we had time to play the whole song because I want to just hear the entire thing if you want me to be honest. That song is incredible. Incredible. I mean, I don't know if I can call shenanigans because my number one is the same old Lang Sign by Dan Fogelberg. Is Dan Fogelberg. Um, <laughs> but like, there's... There's... Pentatonix has a lot. I mean, I'm, well, I've got a lot of hot takes tonight, too. Um, and we'll get into it. Um, all over the board. Um, but one of my hot takes, and I guess I'll start it now, is with... is. Um, it's not even a hot take, but their version of like Mary, did you know, is so good. Yeah, and that's a good one. That's Mary, a good one. did you know, is such an underrated song. It's not played that often. Um, Carrie Underwood has an amazing version of it. You know, I'm just gonna throw that out there. You know, if there's if there's a Christmas song out there, you should just be like, wow, that, that you really like. You should be like, wow, that's a really good song. Let me hear Carrie Underwood's version of it. That should just be instant. <laughs> it's it's what you should do. Now nah, you're kind of right on that. You're kind of right on that. Let me let me let me defend myself on my number yeah, one. Yeah, let's hear. Well, I honestly I don't even think I've heard the song before. Oh, you've never heard that? No. That's like, what I'm saying. Like I haven't listened to Pentatonix as like an album. Like okay, I'm gonna listen to all their stuff. I like hear a song that I like, and I'm like, oh, let me let me listen to the Pentatonix version of the song. Yeah. Other than like Hallelujah, because you know that's what they're like known for, and you hear on the radio. So that's what I'm saying is like they get that song gets pushed to the side by them so much. I don't know why, because it's so good. Now uh, you know how I know a song is good. Go to the YouTube comments on a song like that and read about it. Do people like write stories on there about like how that song has changed their life? I had one of those moments with me, which is why I love that song. So I think that I have like a sentimental like value to that song for the reason that I have. So, but it's so cliche, like it would just be too cliche for me to pick like a, you know, a Bing Crosby type song, you know, Judy Garland's Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is a fantastic song. One of the, it's, I think it's like top five in most like Christmas lists that you'd find online. Like if you search like top 50 Christmas songs or whatever, like Judy Garland's Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas would be in the top five in all of them. 
So it's just cliche for that. Um, I just, I can't, I, so I didn't want to do it. You know, I try to like, I enjoy those songs. I like listening to them all year round. I listen to them probably every day from mid-November, early November, all the way to, to New Year's, I should say. So, you know, I'm not throwing to them, like I said in the very beginning, I'm not throwing any songs of the curve. It's just these top, this top five for me were like songs that like moved me. You know what I mean? Like during the Christmas season. So yeah, I can get that. Um, so I have a, here's a, here's a, before we get into hot takes and all kinds of stuff, I have a topic for you. Um, so there's two versions of the song and I, and I've listened to both of them today. Um, a few times. Uh, I'm going back and forth with what I think the better version is. Um, because it's not like a, a traditional, it's a traditional Christmas song, but you don't hear it covered as much. Um, so Santa Claus is coming to town. Bruce Springsteen, Jackson 5. Who are you going with? I hear Bruce Springsteen on that one. The live version is so good. Is there another version other than the live version? <laughs> that, that's 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 the real question because you know he's yeah, you're right. <laughs> he's so known for like the beginning intro to that part, you know, where it, like it's only the live version. So I actually went on YouTube today and I was like, is there a real version of the song that he has where he like and there's only live versions? And that one was his best. There's some really bad ones too. It's funny, like his um one of like the other vocalists in his band plays like the Santa voice in all the concerts that he does. And he's like starting out and he's like, Oh, 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 oh. like on the camera, it's kind of, it's kind of silly, but. Um, Isn't that the guy that plays in Sopranos? I'm not sure. <laughs> Dude, the guy that plays in Sopranos is a Bruce Springsteen band member. And I think that's him. Oh, didn't know. Dude, your reaction right there was priceless. Like, you're like, dude, really? I have no idea. <laughs> no, so, yeah, I would go Bruce Springsteen. Jackson 5 has some good Christmas songs. Really like them. But favorite Jackson 5 Christmas song? Do you know off the top of your head? What's that? What's your favorite Jackson 5 Christmas song? Do you know? Um, I mean, dude, not, not to just say it, just to say it, but, like, I feel like Santa Claus is coming to town is probably – one of the best ones. I would say Up on the Housetop's a good one. Um, I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus is another that's, one. That's my number one for them. They killed that. I don't like that. I don't like any other versions of that song, I feel like. I feel like it's kind of like annoying a little bit, but yeah, man, they're like, just because they're like, they were kids. You know, it's Mike when he's like a kid singing that. So it's like, Every you know, when I when I hear adults say, you know saying I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, it's just kind of weird, you know. But when it's a kid, say, you know, it seems more authentic. Yeah. Yes, uh, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Is a good one. What it? Right, so here's a hot. I'll give you a hot take. I cannot listen to a Beach Boys Christmas song. I turn my radio off. Not even Little St. Nick? Nothing. I don't want to hear one Beach Boys Christmas song. I, I can't stand it. They are, like, it's so ridiculous. Oh, I don't... Merry yeah, Christmas. that whole thing. Christmas. Like, I feel like it's, like, five, like, middle-aged dudes sitting around a palm tree on the beach, like, 
over top of like a trash can, you know, like with like the fire coming out on the beach, like singing Christmas songs. I can't stand it. What are your thoughts on uh, Melakaliki Maka? Melakaliki Maka is the thing to say. I just think of Christmas vacation whenever he's looking out back at his pool. You know what I mean? Like, that's all I the song the song has a place one of my takes because it's like that song was was written i think in like 1958 when i looked it up because i was like how old is that song because christmas vacation took that it, it deserves to be in the grave but christmas vacation brought that alive because every like dude thinks about like the lifeguard you know uh you know department store you know uh jewelry girl uh in that yeah. scene and it just makes you smile thinking like like he's just like daydreaming of this of this woman it's just like it yeah. makes it's like crazy what movies like movies put, put put a story together of a song and it can change that whole song yeah yeah that was um so that was written in 1949 bing crosby did it in 1950 um it has a place like it fits into some movies so well, you know what I mean? Like, it just it makes a scene. Like the Clark Griswold looking up at his pool, it it fills in for the for the movie so good. So that that song has a place, but I wouldn't listen to that song on my own. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or really like care much for it. Um. So this and this is a, this is a hot take. You're not gonna like this. Cause you've already mentioned it, but like I said, I like Brett Eldridge, you know, in his renditions of this because Brett Eldridge, I already know what you're going to say. He's a country musician, but he doesn't sound very country when he's doing his Christmas album. Country musicians who sound country singing Christmas songs. It's just, I'm just like, stay in your lane, dude. This is not, it's, it's, it's not good. It just sounds bad. Like I'm listening to like, I mean, even guys that don't sound. <laughs> and this is coming from a guy, I love country music. I love country music. You know, <laughs> um, but like, I'm listening to like, you know, Chris Young. Someone's like, oh, you should you check out his album. And I'm listening to it and I'm like, this is just. This is I understand what you're saying because I heard a Blake Shelton Christmas song. Same thing. Um, oh, actually, I don't mind this song. So he does a song with Gwen Stefani called You Make It Feel Like Christmas. He's like, you make every day feel like it's Christmas. That's a good one. But his other ones are rough because he has such a country twang to it. This doesn't mean that I hate country twang. I absolutely love it, you know? Don't nobody from the South come at me right now. I love you guys. We actually have South Carolina listeners on this show. Did you know that? We have a good amount. So I love you guys. I lived there for a little bit and failed out of my freshman year of college miserably because of all of you. But it was, it, it's just, yeah, I, dude, I get it. I know what you're saying. But so there's, there's some gems. There's some gems from the country world that are fantastic. Like, when a Dolly Parton Christmas song comes on, dude, next. I don't even wait. Just skip the song. <laughs> uh, you know? 
Man, I've got so many hot takes. Let's see. What are some of your overrated Christmas songs? Oh, let's see. Um, so I said the Beach Boys. Like, I don't know how Beach Boys get so much airtime, honestly. Um, when they come on, man, it's just like a whole, I'm done. You got to get me, get me off. Um, last Christmas. So this one is my number one most overrated song of all time. It's Last Christmas by Wham. Are you uh, kidding me? Ryan, that song is miserable. Dude, there's nothing good about that song. The song doesn't even make sense. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. The very next day. You, you gave, gave it away. Yeah. So let's think about the song. She gave her heart to someone last Christmas. So she's essentially saying a year ago, I gave you my heart. And on December 26th, you gave it away. And now a year later, you're singing a song about the guy. He, you care about him that much that a year later, you're still talking about this dude. Grow up, move on. Leave last Christmas and last Christmas. This is just a jam. We'll pause before oh. it. Um, I was going to put this in my most underrated, but I thought, you know what? It's actually not underrated because everybody loves it and it's always played. to go downstairs to a shop it's not so she hasn't waited like a whole or he hasn't waited a whole year he's saying it's basically he's got he has got like ptsd now that like he can't be dating somebody on christmas because he's gonna get broken up with the next day and he can't like give his heart that's how i take it yeah i, mean, I don't know but. i got you i can't stand it I, I i don't want anything to do with it if you want me to be honest another one for me is rocking around the christmas tree Really? Yeah, very overrated. Don't care for it. It's it's overplayed. It's it's not. I I, I just having more time against the Wet Bandits. You know he's he's having that he's having that raging party. You know the Wet Bandits. You know think he's having this huge party. He's got Michael Jordan. You know on the on the railroad. You know on the on the railroad track going around the house. Um, Michael Jordan was at that party. FYI. Did you know that? Yeah, this song doesn't do it for me. Don't really care for it. Um, not yet. Uh, yeah, just not a fan. That's all. Um, Jingle, Jingle Bell Rock is another one. Don't really care for Jingle Bell Rock, especially the Bobby Helms version. Miserable. Don't care. Skip. That's another skip in my Amazon music. You How about you? Amazon music? Yeah, I use Amazon Music. You don't use Spotify? No, I don't. That's that's wild. I mean, I, I actually used to. I recently converted over about like two months ago. Um, because it just it didn't make any sense. I'm like, why am I using Amazon Music when like they don't have everything and like everything's connected to Spotify? Like, do you, have you felt left out the last week or so? Like you haven't been able to do a rap, you know, to see what your music stuff is and do all that. 
was I was just gonna ask you, did you do your Spotify wrapped list? Did well, you only, I, I did. I didn't post it, but I've only I've only had my Spotify going for two months, so it's like a skewed kind of. I was hoping that some Christmas songs made it into my uh, into my wrapped, but they didn't. Yeah, it, it, that honestly, whenever people post on social social media, it just tells me a whole story about who they are. <laughs> Do you see my story today about it? Oh yeah, you laughed at uh, it. Yeah, I did. I laughed at it. I did. It I was so that. good. It was silly. For yep. the listeners out there who don't follow me, it was some like kind of nerdy white guy, like not nerdy, but like not like it just looked like a normal white guy, and he goes, "Holy cow! I listened to twelve hundred hours of Lil Wayne this year." Oh, but it's like <laughs> little Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. That made me look. Um, yeah, I actually, uh, I do. Spotify's okay. I listen to podcasts. I have Spotify. I listen to podcasts, but I go to Amazon Music. I'm just, it is what it is. I don't know. You're just in the habit. So like two months ago, so Spotify, they offered like three months of free premium stuff. So I was like, wait, I just need to like commit i'll just all i need to do is change my playlist literally just like go into amazon music move my playlist over um and so i finally made the move and did that okay overrated classics for me um let it snow let it snow let it snow i uh i'm not a big fan of it it's just you know what i'm talking about yes yeah I'm just both fire is so delightful. Yep. Yeah. No, nah, that's all right. That's okay. Very repetitive. That's a repetitive song. Yeah. Um, Feliz Navidad just annoys the bejesus out of me. Yeah. Dude, speaking of that song, I forgot a Christmas movie that I should have had in my top five that I didn't. And I completely forgot about it. And I forget about it every single year. And every time I watch it, I absolutely love it. Did you ever see the movie Surviving Christmas <clears throat> with uh, Ben Affleck and James Gandolfini? Catherine yeah. O'Hara. Dude, why this doesn't get more airtime on TV blows my mind. I'm going to have to watch it. So I wanted to do this at the beginning of the episode. I should have probably done, but hey, beginning of the episode, it was probably appropriate because we're just starting out. We may have lost listeners by now because they're like, man, these guys keep going on and on about music. But hey, buckle up, <laughs> probably grab a drink of water because we're going to be here for a little while. Um, but Christmas Inheritance, it's a Netflix original from like 2017 or 2018. And I'm like, I'm watching it. There's like no, there's one minor plot flaw. And, and but it's 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 got a good story. The acting was good. The the um the dude main character is plop from the office. So like it's I mean I'll, I'll I'll spoil it for you know some you know everybody knows how Christmas movies go. But like so this girl she's like the daughter of um this big like uh, decorations store. Like they do like home, like home decorations and things like that. Everything we featured on uh, episode three. Well, she's going to take over for her father as like CEO. So her dad makes her go to the company, to the hometown of where like the, their mom grew up, who passed away. And, you know, where the, the company was founded. Now they're like in New York City, like super loaded. 
And so she's got to go back there and like get to her roots and like live like this normal life. She falls in love with Plop, even though she's got a fiance. And then fiance sucks though. Oh, but it's a good storyline too. Everybody's going to hate the, the fiance by the end. Um, but uh, it's just, it, it's, it's so solid. The only plot flaw in it is they go to this small, they try to make it like seem like it's a super small town with no cell phone service. Yet like there's a lot of people in this town. Like there's no way they don't have cell phone service. You know, that was part of like one of the, you know, the small town feels of it, but you're like, this is, if this, this town has, it, it looked like it could have a target. That's hilarious. I gotta check it out. I'm worried yeah, about it right now. This doesn't hurt. Netflix. Good, good flick. I'll check it out. All right, here's our goal. I'll watch Christmas Inheritance for our next episode, and you watch Surviving Christmas. How about that? I can do that. I can make that happen. So Christmas. Um, so Ben Affleck is an ultra rich dude, like millions and millions of dollars. He's like a Wall Street guy, <clears throat> but he has family. He just has this like fiance that is like, you know, bougie as hell. But he wants to go, he essentially finds a home, knocks on the door and offers them money. He tells the family that he grew up in this house, like as a kid and said, hey, I grew up here in this home. Can you guys, you know, I wanna rent you guys for the holidays, but you have to do everything I say through the holidays for this money. He offers them like $100,000. And it was like, I'm going to pay you $100,000. You're my family, but you have to do everything that I say through it. And James Gandolfini is the dad and Catherine O'Hara is the mom that he rents. And they have a son, you know, and whatever. And he like rents a grandpa. Dude, it's hilarious. It's so good. It's so good. I love it. I'm a big Ben Affleck fan. I think he gets a lot of flag for, for him, but he's in a Christmas movie and that's a good one. So but the Felice Navidad reminded me of Ben. Ben, uh, ben gets a lot of Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, oh, man. That was a good one. But no, yeah, so Felice Navidad, which started this whole conversation, it was in that movie. It was like a whole compilation. And then I like hear that song and I'm like, oh, God, this damn song. But I don't actually mind Felice Navidad. I think it's all right. Um, okay, so where where you have any other hot takes you want to put out there? I got, I, I still got a, I've got a few other, not necessarily hot takes, but like little things I just like thought about over the week. I have a hot take. So I don't think people only listen to Christmas music during the Christmas season. There's times throughout the year that I'll put Christmas music on and listen to it. I th- I don't think that gets enough play. I don't. I mean, once I mean once. It's December 26th. I don't watch Christmas movies anymore. I pretty much only watch the movie New Year's Eve for like five days after Christmas. Yeah. And then it just, I don't know, it just doesn't feel right. I, I get into the ho- the next holiday, like coming up. So like, usually there's, no, there's nothing coming up in the winter. So I get really into wrestling season. And then, you know, gears up for St. Patty's Day. I'll get fired up for St. Patty's Day. And then bam, you got... Memorial Day, Fourth of July, Labor Day, your love America for all those holidays, and then it's and then it's Halloween season, you know. So I I, I don't I mean I can't get on, I don't get on board with the um with the Christmas music outside of the Christmas season, but really November first to Christmas, I'm all for it. 
like you know last year was actually a great time is that like in february like through the month of february we got rocked with snow here remember how crazy that was we just kept getting storm after snowstorm and i dude, i I was playing christmas music then man i I loved it it was great because i'm such a big christmas music and snowstorm person and it's rare that we ever get snow before christmas or on christmas so that's my go-to. That's I guess that's a hot take because I don't think a lot of people would agree with me on that, if I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. So um what songs and this is what I was thinking about. We we talked about it on the phone the other day, but um what songs make you think about Christmas because they're like in a movie, but they have nothing to do with Christmas? Huh. Man, that's a good question. I have to think about that one. I don't know. Do you have some in mind? Like, let me hear yours because I don't think I know. I'd have to really think about that. Um, I've got a couple in mind. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm going to play them that way that the listeners know. But um, so one, obviously, you know, big one, probably the, the, the most prolific one you think because you actually know the song too. Um, cool Jerk. You know, so you're, you, you, you're, uh, this mother- oh, I'm not going to actually try and sing it. Um, cool, Jim. <laughs> um, exactly. But yeah, so it's like, you know, you got, you know, Home Alone 2. You got, um, you know, Frank takes a shower, you know, is in the shower and, and Kevin records him. And that way, it, like, kind of saves the day with him and the hotel staff later in, you know, later on the trip. Um, let's see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pop it on my show notes right here. And, um, See, we got it. You got this one? Yeah. <laughs> All I'm thinking about is Uncle Frank. you silly. <laughs> Frank in the shower, man. I oh wish I had God. that memorized. What does he say? He's like, something you little pervert before I slap you silly. <laughs> Hold up. Do you want to know what one of the most underrated quotes of all time is? What movie quotes in a Christmas movie of all time is? What? It's that part. Whenever he goes and asks to get something out of the shower, and they're like, go in there. And he's like, I can't. Uncle Frank's in the shower. And he's like, and his dad's like, go, go in there. Uncle Frank won't mind or something. He goes, <laughs> don't quote me directly on this, but it's something along the lines of like, I can't do that because Uncle Frank told me if I came in there and saw him in the shower that I'd leave feeling less like a man. <laughs> yeah, it's something like, I never, I, I, I grow up never, never really feeling like a real man. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's it, yeah. Um, <laughs> dude, I, that is such an underrated line. Like, I don't, it's incredible. D- dude, there's so many lines in Home Alone 2 that get, or in Home Alone altogether, that get like thrown to the side that you just don't realize. Another one is when he's taking, you know, when they're in um, Duncan's toy chest, taking the money and they come running out and he goes on like the one side of the board and then and Marv jumps out and, you know, uh, Harry goes flying into the car mm-hmm. and he's, and Marv comes 
preserver and he's trying to pull him off the car. Dude, he just went, what, 30 feet in the air and landed on a car and smashed through it. And Marv goes, Harry, you okay? I twisted my ankle on that board back there. <laughs> like the dude just went flying through a car, you know what I mean? Like annihilated this thing. And he's like, I just twisted my ankle on the board back there. Dude, I lose it. Like you don't ever realize that that quote's there, but it is so funny. My favorite one, I think I've told you this in the past, but like he comes running out to the car, the first one, you know, after he just, he's listening to the gangster movie. And uh, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, the one guy, you know, the one guy blew the other guy away. He's like, and, and like his, his name's like Snakes. And then like, you know, uh, uh, Harry's like, Snake, you know, uh, Snakes, Snakes, Snakes. I don't know Snakes. And uh, Marv's like, he sounded like a snake. <laughs> oh my that's god. a good one, dude. Oh, that's great. That's great. That's like, man, Marv, <laughs> between Home Alone and Rookie of the Year, that's just, it would, they're just great roles. Great uh, roles for him. Dude, yeah. Dude, when Kevin goes across the zip line into his tree fort and they go up to the window and they're like, where did he go? And Marv's like, maybe he committed suicide. <laughs> Dude, I, I know. Oh, yeah, so I don't like the this. Next, the next one, Sorry, but this um, the line is hilarious. Is from Elf. It's called Pennies from Heaven. It's not a Christmas song, but you're gonna hear it, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, that's the Elf song." And every time it rains, it rains. Pennies from heaven. It just this makes me just want to like cross the street and jump on like the the white lines, you know, and like touch Santa. No, oh, that's so fly. great. <laughs> yeah, it's whenever he's going in the revolving door, you know, like taking the papers from the guys handing out the ads in the street. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good uh, call. This that's next good... one is from uh, Love Actually called God Only Knows. It's a good one. is the one that uh a movie that doesn't get a lot of like you know christmas recognition for i feel like it's a good one love actually is a good one man i think we talked about that before too yeah Love actually is a, is a very over, underrated movie for sure um dude this is stupid it's not a song but like anytime i hear the pledge of allegiance i think of uh aunt bethany aunt bethany <laughs> saying it for grace at in Christmas vacation, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and Uncle Eddie just stands up and puts his hand on his heart, dude. <laughs> oh, God, so the Very reason cool. I thought of that, this topic, was because of the movie The Holiday. And so this song, this will be the last one, we'll move on from this topic, because I bet you this is like, you know, Going, we're going way over on this one but this one every girl I ever like I, every girl I talk to about Christmas stuff if I play this song they're like oh that's for the holiday and I think nobody would know it but like I bet our guy listeners would be like no I have no idea I mean they would know like the you know the elf one um, 
but this one is like all the girl all the girls know it none of the guys know it do you remember the scene i gotta hear it first come on So this is when uh, Cameron Diaz comes back and she's like, so the guy's like in the restaurant. He's like, oh, I'm going to dinner with some friends. Like if you want to, you know, say like me there and he walks in the restaurant and she's not there. He sits down with his friends and then looks over his other shoulder and it starts playing this. I don't remember this one now. You need to watch the holiday again. I get all yeah, on episode one, and then I I think I've mentioned it in every every episode since. So yeah, we have some homework to do. I, I have to rewatch the holiday. I'm gonna watch Christmas Inheritance, and you have to watch Surviving Christmas. And I would imagine that most of our listeners definitely have not seen Christmas Inheritance or Surviving Christmas. So you guys also have homework. So get it done. Watch it for the holidays because they are two. Well, I can speak for surviving Christmas, but um, I'm going to take Brian's word for it and say that Christmas inheritance is a good one as well. So, oh yeah. Um, so a couple of like, random thoughts. Have you heard the song um, "The Prayer" by uh, Andrea Bocelli and Celine Dion? Uh, if I heard it, I might not. Oh, it's. I mean, I can't like a clip on this wouldn't even do it justice because you have like um, Celine Dion has like a monologue in the beginning. And then Andrea Bocelli comes in and like starts speaking Italian and like and Celine Dion's in English and it's like meshes and it's like it's like this whole it's a I don't even want to play a clip and we can't play the whole song so listeners you gotta go out there listen to the prayer oh just a just a, a fire song it's just and it's and it's I was looking into it to see if it was like technically a Christmas song and like it. They, it's it's turned into one over over time so you'll see it like on like christmas albums you know first you know the, you know celine dion's christmas album what are your thoughts on celine dion and her christmas songs i don't really think i've listened to them much i don't i don't know about uh i don't know i don't think i've ever listened to really like celine dion christmas music i gotta be honest with you she's got i don't like most of her stuff but she's got one banger don't save it all for Christmas Day. I'll play it so you 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 you've probably heard it. I'll fast forward a little bit. Giving just a little smile. That's my dad. Yeah, I don't know this one. I don't know that one. I'm not a, I don't know much Celine Dion. I got to be honest with you. There's, I keep getting more homework here because now I have to listen to some more Celine Dion over the next few days. So, yeah. Well, we need to wrap this up soon because we, we're we're already over an hour. Um, one last thought 
it's not a great album, but sometimes you just need to listen to it. Michael Bolton. I mean, it's actually, it kind of, his voice kind of, remind, when I heard the Josh Groban song, I was like, it's got kind of like a Michael Bolton feel to it. Um, and so like, yeah, I'm not the mood. what? I said, I don't know the Michael Bolton music either, man. I'm not, that's not good. <laughs> I got I got I felt like I knew it all. I, I don't know a lot. I got I got to check out the Michael Bolton stuff now. <laughs> well, that's enough for tonight, I think. Uh, we gave the, the listeners a lot of a lot of content, probably hopefully a lot of homework. Um let us know, you know, email us, DM us, you know, get in, get in touch with us. Let us know how you think the episode, you know, went down. I was super pumped for this. You know, it's been, it's been great talking about music for the last hour or so. Yeah. We've, 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 uh, I just want to address the one thing <clears throat> we've got a lot. I've actually gotten a lot of feedback from people about our YouTube comments. Um, we, we want to enable our YouTube comments. YouTube's not allowing us. So we apologize if you're listening to these and you want to leave some comments. Um, they disabled our comments for some reason. I don't know why, but, uh, you know, again, like Brian said, hit us with the DMs, hit us with anything you want, subscribe to our YouTube, whatever you want. If you want to keep hearing these, if, if we're, uh, you know, getting you through the holidays, um, you know, I'm sure right now you're probably like about two weeks away from Christmas. Um, so we're getting there, you know, we're almost at Christmas time. We're almost getting there. So hopefully your decorations are up. Hopefully you got all your shopping almost done, you know, except for the small things here and there, but, um, you know, keep pushing through. We're almost there. We're almost at Christmas. So yeah, and I, I just looked at our uh, Apple podcast. We have a five star review, comment saying America needs this podcast. It's cheerful, funny, and authentic. Wow, look at that. See, yeah. here we go. We're doing something right. We're doing something right. So we love you guys. Um, we want to say Merry Christmas to you all, uh, to your families, to everybody. Um, we are two elves off the shelf. And uh, real excited to talk to you guys next time and uh, to bring you some more Christmas cheer. Awesome. Thanks, Anthony. It was fun. Merry Christmas, everybody.